I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners that helps me out. And along with Dennis Halnan and uh, everybody else here, we've got Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV joining us. You there, Wes? I am. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing, Eric? Dennis? Doing fine. Hey there, Wes. So, hey. so we wanted to talk a little about, you know, uh, Wes Bryan's from IT Pro TV. He's a edutainer who's out there training people on becoming better geeks or geeks in general. Sure. And we like to have Wes on to talk about a topic or a technology topic of some kind. And Google's in the news, right? Google in their incognito mode and they're being sued where all sorts of users, all of us, could get a hundred between $100 and $1,000 payment if this lawsuit actually happens. And, and that'd be kind of nice. I could use 1000 bucks oh. from Google. <laughs> sure. Man, let me tell you, absolutely. I'd probably, you know, being down here in the South, I'd probably spend it on meat, put it on the grill. <laughs> oh, well, you're lucky. You're lucky, Wes. Up here? You want to know where we spend it up here, Wes? Where, uh, what's that? Milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. yeah, you know, and I've, if you've seen some of the uh, the articles, some of them are quite funny. You know, you know, they talk about uh, stop using the spy guy. They talk about <laughs> um, making it uh, guy incognito because it correctly, you know, conveys the level of privacy. It's interesting. It really is. It is. So, so let's talk about it a little bit. So, sure. Google came up with this incognito mode, a pri- quote unquote way to to surf privately. And uh, they're being, you know, it's private surfing in the same way autopilot and a Tesla is not autopilot. And this marketing is is confusing, and people think they're surfing surfing privately. What? So what? Do you know what the ins and outs of that incognito mode really are, Wes? Yeah, you know, to a certain extent. But hey, look, let's look at the information that most or the average end user has, right? right. When you open up an incognito browser, um, does it really tell you what it does? And the answer, the answer is, well, no, not really. Uh, most information that average end users have is, uh, well, they tell you what it doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't block you from your web websites, employers, and ISPs, right? right? So, let, like, even just 
taking Google out of the picture of what it is doing, right? So mm-hmm. let's talk about those three right there. I mean, when you visit a website, your your computer is generating some bits of information, you know, whatever it might be, and it's sending it out across this vast sea of networks uh, and asking for a you know a website. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, and that's just that's basically what's going on. Well, let's take your employer, right? Most employers have some kind of internal auditing. Uh, or event logging on company systems, right? Yep. It, it, fancy words for, hey, we're, ta- we're keeping track of what people are doing. And then let's look at the third one real quick, just the, the ISPs, right? We use their networks to connect essentially to the Internet, right? Yep. So every one of those three categories right there, taking the browser and Google out of it, are tracking you. Uh, I mean, just, you know, think about, you know, they're little packages of information and they're being addressed just like most, you know, any kind of mail that would go over a carrier network. Who is it? You know, who is it from? Where is it going? The type of information and additional info, too. Well, that's kind of like using the governmental public postal service, any kind of governmental public postal service. You know, every connection point, every stop, every redistribution point, every delivery, it's all cataloged. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Now. Then, let, now, let's take the elephant and bring it back in the room, right? Then on top of that, we have Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everything that Google's tracking. And, and the interesting thing is, too, you know, when you make requests to different locations across the Internet, we've talked about things like DNS, right? I, I, somebody is going to find me that information back to the ISP, whether it's my local ISP or whether it's somebody like Google's public DNS servers, all of these communications are are really tracked. And the only way that you can increase the strength of anonymity, I mean, for the most point, it's very hard. I mean, think about taking a flight from here to London uh, and thinking that that flight is going to be, you know, you're going to be hidden on that flight. You've got checkpoints, right? And, you know, many different maybe stops and stuff along the way. Mm -hmm. And again, just bringing it back, all of that information is tracked. So I think that it gives it gives people a false sense of security when you say, hey, this is incognito. This is helping me. This is going to protect me from people tracking me. And at the end of the day, um, we, we know that's just not true. Right. So, again, the, the all the things you just covered there, you're, you're where you tried to surf, where you went to go, whether it was in your employer's office or it was uh, anywhere online, the, the Internet provider, all these folks want to know where you're going. And incognito mode, private browsing is as they describe it does not protect you from that type of stuff. And even Google is collecting data on that private browsing, which they they might stop you. You might not have a couple cookies that they'll block you from in the incognito mode, but otherwise Google is tracking where you're going. That's not very private. No, no, it really isn't, you know. So, and then you, and, and another thing too is, you're, you know, we have so many things that are running in an ecosystem of software. You take any of your big software, right? You, you take something like anything coming from Meta, Google its ecosystem with, a, you know, the G Suite or whatever they call it today, mm-hmm. Microsoft and Office 365. Your browser might not track stuff, but all of the communications, even on your local network, to these pieces of software that are reaching out and they're touching the Internet at some point is information that's being tracked. Like, my gosh, I, I know that your listeners out there and you all do a good job of helping people with Windows updates. Every time you turn on your computer, you make like 15 connections out to the Internet and you just push the power button. Right. So there's a yeah. lot of other things that are going on. And that's another thing. It's just the obscurity of what's going on underneath that people are just not aware of. And, and nor should they be, right? I, I, I'm not a mechanic, so don't ask me how to fix an engine. I'll leave that to the people that know what happened. So the average end user 
they don't know it and they're not aware of it. And, I, and again, it goes back to that false sense of security. And when they call it private browsing, it, that's the issue is the label of it, private browsing. Yeah. There's nothing private about it. The only thing that kind of makes it private is that let's say you're on a work computer and people – this is what happens all the time. They bring up their incognito mode assuming their employer doesn't know where they're going. They go ahead and surf wherever they want to go surf. I don't know. They're looking at the San Diego Zoo, let's say. Well, the, they then close that browser and they think there's no no information anywhere that, that pointed them to the fact that they went to the San Diego Zoo. On the, on the computer, correct. There's the cache didn't record that they went there. But the web defense technology knows they went there. The internet provider knows that they went there. Google knows that they went there. Uh, San Diego Zoo knows that they went there. <laughs> Obviously. Um, Absolutely. Yes. You, you've, got, you've got it right. It just means that the browser itself didn't store it somewhere in the hard drive. So... Now that we kind of understand that incognito mode is not private browsing, and we, we probably all have $1,000 coming to us, um, I, I'll, I'll, I'm all set there. I'm looking forward to that. If you, if you wanted to surf more privately, so there's, issues, there's, there's SSL secure websites that have an encrypted lock when you're actually on the browser, when you're on their page. When you yeah. send and receive data through that website, it is encrypted, and that is private browsing on that website. The site That's knows right. what you're doing, but yep. th the communications are private. Just just so you know, guys, the bad guys also can create create those SSL certificate, certificates and counterfeit and make it look like you're going to a legitimate site when you're not. So yeah. understand That's that right. it's just encrypted. But how would you if you're if you're out there and you want to tell people how to surf more privately, what would your advice be? Well, um, you know, my my biggest thing that I would say is find a reputable VPN service. And I know you all recommend some out there, you know, just, you know, find ones that say, hey, we're, we are going to encrypt your, uh, your communication. And without getting all deep into the legalese, just kind of read over some of their, you know, their whatever their SLA is, their service level agreement is. And you know, a lot of times it's a SaaS-based implementation where you connect to their servers. I know we use them at ACI Learning, IT Pro, mm -hmm. uh, and it, it just allows you to connect to their network. And so back to the, um, you know, the government, you know, the, the public flight system, right? Imagine saying, you know what? I think I'm going to take a private jet. Right. And that company is going to organize that to me. And guess what? They're not going to broadcast where I went, where and maybe the, the flight the control towers. And that's the, about it. But whatever happened along that journey is not public information. So that's why I say the VPN services are a good way uh, that if you want to make sure that people aren't eavesdropping, you know, viewing that information, let alone any of the nefarious things that they might be able to do, look into a good VPN service. Right, and and the reason he brings up this the being a good VPN service is there are been there have been VPN services that haven't even configured their VPNs correctly, and that when you connect to the VPN, your local DNS was still reporting where you were going. Sure. Um, that's just a poorly designed VPN service. And then, of course, if you end up popping out at somebody else's server, let's say it's in Saskatchewan, right? You know, now, now the planet thinks you're surfing in Saskatchewan. So when you try to go to Home Depot and they say, hey, is a store near me? It's near Saskatchewan, just so you know. Um, <laughs> that part that it was they said was in stock is not at your local one. Um, well, I, I know we're coming up on time, but one of the last things I would say about that little VPN service, yes, there are some poorly constructed ones. And that's why I say read the information that's uh, in their SLAs because they, they do, uh, you know, tend to be prone to things like DNS leaks, yeah, right? You've done all of this, you know, you paid for this encryption, you've got this uh, secure communication, and then somewhere along the, the hop within their network, you, you request a website and it's pointed out to a public Google DNS server and reports back.
Right. Well, now your VPN tunnel is no more, no longer <laughs> right. worth anything. So again, just yeah, read the information. Yep. And we appreciate you talking about you're right. You're coming up against time. You're definitely a pro when it comes to how our show works. So Wes, <laughs> yeah. Wes Bryan, IT Pro TV. We have a link over at computertalkwithtab.com. If you want to become a geek, you want to get some training, these guys do a great job uh, training people up in a, in a very understandable way. Wes handles all sorts of great classes. You'll definitely come across him and many of the edutainers over there. I mean, I, I, I took many of their courses already and still do. Um, it's, it's a great way to get your, your skills up and keep your skills fresh and or join us as a geek uh, in, the, in the technology world. There's tons of jobs. I know Twitter is going to be releasing a bunch of geeks to the to out there, which is great. We're happy to have more people that could, could start working for us. But uh, there's plenty of more jobs out there for you guys. So IT Pro TV is a great way to get certified in something. Start your A-plus certification. So that's the way to go. Right, Wes? Absolutely, guys. Thank you for everything that you all do for the uh, the geeks that exist, the you know inspiring geeks or aspiring geeks, if you will. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you guys have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, Wes. Thanks for joining us. We'll touch we'll touch base Thank next you month. Now, Thank right. you, Wes. Absolutely. All right, Wes. It Pro TV, the great Wes Brian. Um, if you want to check it out, go over to www.computertalkwithtab.com. I can't believe I said www. Um, <laughs> it's, you can go ahead to that link. And, yeah, who uh, does that anymore? I don't even know why you I said did. it. I can't believe it. <laughs> www. And uh, you can get 30% off on courses from IT Pro TV. We'll be right back. And we're here till 11. Three lines open for you. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we did have a question over on the old Facebooks. Um, over at WTIC's Facebook page, and uh, let me see what, who it was from here. It's from Honey Ann. <laughs> There's a name. And Honey Ann asked the question, um, we got a new Windows 11, and it keeps loading photos on startup before I log in. How do I stop this? Are these being stored on the surface? How do I get rid of them? So if you think about it, Windows 10 did, does this too. It loads these yeah. quote-unquote pretty photos that Microsoft wants you to see. I don't know what the deal is why they did that, but that's what they did. And she's wondering if you can stop them. Now, I've never tried to. Have you ever tried to stop the photos? No, I've never tried to turn that feature off. It's called Windows Spotlight. Mm -hmm. um, and it does save those photos in a particular location on your computer. And it keeps a certain number of them. Yep. So it's not going to just accumulate them and, you know, you know, fill up your hard drive. No, but so you put your tinfoil hat on. Why? Why is Microsoft doing that anyway? You know why they're doing I'm going to tell you why they're doing it. Go ahead. It's because uh, the Bing, uh, if you've ever gone to the Bing web page. Yeah, Bing's, every, a, Bing's every a search day, engine. Yeah, it's a search engine, but every day there's a one large background photo. Okay. And it changes from day to day. And Microsoft determined that that was kind of popular, so they actually put that into the operating system. Into the login. Yeah. So it's, they're just trying to make you. So it, when you when you go, when you bring your computer up, you're already tense, right? You're already you're already at pucker factor five, and you're wondering what's going to happen today on your computer, and and you're like, okay, here it comes, and then the the screen has a nice image, and you're like, oh, okay, Microsoft, we're going to start nice and calm here, and they're going to show me a nice nice image. Okay, I'll I'll relax, and then you log in, and then you get a blue screen of death. <laughs> uh, I guess that's the. Uh, you're right. It's something nice. Yeah, that's that's, that's all, all it that it's meant to be. It's uh, not a big deal. I just can't wait to find out that it's like got a pixel in there or something. I'm tracking pixel or something. You're gonna find uh, yeah, something to it's certainly good. It could. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, the cynic in me says that it's there. Uh-huh. Uh, so, no, you can't get rid of it, honey. I'm sorry. Let's go to Lori in Deep River. What's happening, Lori? <laughs> Thank you for answering my question. Honey oh. Ann is actually my cat. I'm oh. her, her pet mom. Um, okay. So, it's just, you know, it's easier. Although, Honey Ann has received notifications that her phone has been shut off and a few other things like that, which I don't know. She's really. That's really interesting. I've always computer literate for a cat. But. Yeah, I've always thought about setting up my dog's name into some some of these things and seeing what happens. And I start getting mailier to, you know, Chase Semmel or resident. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Honey Ann has been notified about her phone usage and a few other things like that. So it's interesting. That is but interesting. But anywho, um, oh yes, yeah, Al just handed me that. I, we just went through that, Al. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. So. So we can't get rid of them. We can't turn off the photos. Not that we're aware of. Delete them. Actually, uh, Mike G found a a web page from Microsoft about configuring it. Oh. And there might be something in there about turning it off. Or or maybe you can just use Honey Ann's picture. (laughs) Well, she's on. She's her picture's on on another computer. So. Gotcha. (laughs) Well represented. Awesome. So yeah, Mike G came through while we we didn't know of any way, but he found a way. So Microsoft does have a way. We will give you the way to configure Mm -hmm. that little picture. And now you're going to be back to the rest of us and just pucker factor five right into it and hope everything works okay. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right, Larry. Have a good week. You too. Bye bye. Uh, Microsoft. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you. Kathy and Waterbury, hang on. We're going to take a quick break for the news. Morgan's going to get you all caught up. And then uh, three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And we are podcasted. So if you subscribe to us on any of your podcasting tools, we'll be there. We'll be right back. All right. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. And we got three lines open for you guys. We'll take as many calls as you want to get through here. 860-522-9842 is the number. And let's go to Kathy in Waterbury first. What's happening, Kathy? Oh, hi. Hi. I have a work laptop that runs Windows 10. And um, every, as, soon as, as soon as I got the laptop, within a few days, um, everything went completely black screen, everything. And when it came back... The 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 um, default uh, Windows blue screen, you know, with the little window bouncing around, it was not there. It can't hold it. And the icons, when I went to go click on different icons at the bottom, they would bounce around. It wouldn't let me click on it. Um, when I tried to open a program, it wouldn't let me open it. And this has happened multiple times. I've given it to my IT people at work. They've kind of thrown up their hands, given me a new computer even, and reconfigured everything, and it happened again. And they said, you know what? It must be you. (laughs) IT people. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Do you have a, you know, once you've done that logical swap and it happens again to the same person, it that is a logical move there. It must it be is. You. you. But we're not we're gonna say it's not yet, but yeah. users are just as much trouble as the machines. Um that's true. Yeah. So and we're we're offenders too. So Oh yeah, we're all victims and offenders of it too. So you've got a bouncy black screen no matter what computer they give you. Yeah, it's the the background of my um of now constantly is black. It's not blue anymore, but every once in a while, those the everything disappears, turns black, and it comes back. And then when it does, I can't use the mouse. I've even changed the mouse out. I've gotten a new uh, docking station. Mm-hmm. I've tried new wires. Are you I've sure tried... they gave you a new computer, Kathy? Did you see no, they, two computers? They, they lied to me. I found out because I'm <laughs> friends with one of the IT people. Uh, he said, no, they, they yeah. didn't buy new computers. They just refurbished an old one. Gotcha. So uh-huh. your machine is the same machine. They didn't actually swap it out. Yeah, probably. Well, no, I, it may have been somebody else's. Oh, okay. It's, it's an older one. All right. So it's a refurbished box, um, mm-hmm. doing the same thing with the icons. So when you say bounces around, like when you put your mouse over an icon, it moves. It moves. It, it flips <laughs> with other icons, and then I'm opening up a different program and not the one that I wanted. So okay, and, so. And even does that with program like the when I when the program is open it comes back and the program that was open before is still open and I try to click on the button to close it or open it or whatever it does the same thing. All right, it sounds like what's going on is that the active point on your screen does not match the motion of your mouse. So that when you're mm-hmm. clicking on something you think you're clicking on something the computer thinks you're clicking a different spot. Now, what I'm going to suggest uh, well, first I'm going to ask, are you using an external mouse with this laptop? When you say external, what do you mean by that? All right. If it, it's a laptop and it will have a touch screen thing. Touchpad. Or right. a touchpad. Now, right. are, is that what you're using or do you actually have a mouse plugged into the laptop? Oh, no, no. I have a mouse and it's actually okay. plugged into the docking station. All right. What I'm going to suggest is that you turn off the touchpad. Oh, okay. Um, you can. There's a there's a Windows 10 setting that you can do that. Yeah. If you, if you, I guarantee, if you just hit uh, Windows I, that'll open up the settings. Mm-hmm. And then just type the word touchpad into the search box, mm-hmm. and it will take you to a little page that will have controls for the touchpad. Uh, click on an option to disable the touchpad when a mouse is plugged in. Or just shut off the touchpad entirely if the, mm-hmm. if the laptop is parked with a docking station and it's never going to change. Yeah, I, I don't use the touchpad ever. I right. Yeah. I think what might be happening is that there's something firing in that touchpad 
that's telling the computer that you're clicking in a different spot than you think you are. Okay. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. Another thought okay. would be to take that mouse and plug it directly into the laptop, not do it through the dock. All right. That would be another idea, too. Yeah, okay. definitely. Both are worth but, trying, but the first one I would do is turn off the touchpad. And that problem of the of the windows like going totally black and then coming back, is is that a computer issue? Is there something going on in my computer? Is it a that, Windows program? Or? Uh, um, now, are you talking about the built-in uh, screen on the laptop, or is it an external monitor oh, plugged no, into I the have, dock? Yeah, I have, um, I have two monitors plus my laptop all connected, mm -hmm. and it's all of them. All it three. Could the, it could be the monitor. Power saving. I mean, it could be uh, yeah. the laptop doing it. You know, what I mean, yeah. And and it's power saving, I think, Kathy. Go right click on right click anywhere on the blue screen on the if you can actually click on it and not hit anything. And uh, blue well, anywhere there's not an icon. Okay. And uh, okay. go ahead and uh, check your power saving and make sure you've set your power saving to not turn off X number of minutes or hours or however however long you've set it. Extend yeah. it. Yeah. Look for the display uh, turn off time. And if you if you're having trouble with the mouse, you again you can hit uh, Windows I, mm -hmm. and that will right. get you into the settings. And you should be able to change your background from black to some other color if you wanted to. Oh, I can, but then it goes right back to black as soon as I turn my computer on again. And and even if I'm in the middle of typing something, it'll do this. It'll turn black. It'll just go black. While you're typing, it'll just go black. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, no. if it's a refurbished laptop, then you might also just have a bad video card. It could literally yeah. just be that is going on if it wouldn't okay. be power saving while you're typing it it should know that you're typing uh, yeah. you, you might want to look for an updated mm -hmm. video driver for the laptop okay I, I don't know if that would be the solution but it might mm. what did they what did your it people say besides it was you that's it they're just kind of lazy and, about it i hope they're not listening right now because <laughs> i just saw one of my well, it people at the store mm. and he listens to your show, but he's, they're kind of lazy about it. They're just like, oh, you know, I have too many things to do, and yeah. you're not important. Mm. Well, you must be doing something. It's kind of that attitude. So, mm. I was, I'm sorry. IT people are supposed to have a better attitude than that, but it is. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I mean, it's just like being at the post office, and the tickets keep coming. So it really is that bad for us. It's not the career we thought we were getting into. It really oh, isn't. We God. thought we would be able to configure things and move on. You know, hey, this works yeah. now, like setting up. You know, a sink and your, and it, it can, runs water for a hundred years. No, not in IT. It's, yeah, it's, it's changes constantly. So I understand. That. Well, I appreciate your help. I'm going to take these ideas and and look into them, and yeah. maybe I'll call back if I if I yeah. don't have any success. Yeah, definitely. Or, or call back if call you back do have if success. It works. Let us know <laughs> okay. what worked. We we want right. to know if some of these harebrained ideas work. All right. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You got it, Kathy. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah, IT people. <laughs> I I don't know. I know some it, of them really shouldn't be in the business, and, I, and it's fine. You know, it's it, it can wear you down. You know, we've, we've come in tired after a nice Windows update. You know, breaking you know three hundred, four hundred systems at a time. It, it really can depress you. <laughs> I know we're trying to get more geeks in the business, and then, then we say things like that. But we should let you know what you're getting into. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> you're gonna run into it. Exactly. But there's a there's a great sense of pride when you when you figured out what the person was doing. 
And, and a lot of times, it really it's how the person was using the tool. They didn't know how to use it. Again, it's like me with a hammer. I can use a hammer to do all sorts of things it's not intended to use, be used for, right? And then when I make a hole or something, they're like, well, yeah, you used a hammer. Of course you broke that. Same thing with the laptop, right? So Or the, or the computer. You might not be using the tool as it was intended. Um, I can't think of an example right off the top of my head, but there's. I'm sure we could. Well, I can think of one. You got. You have so many help. There was a. There yeah. was a, a a user that called. She's trying to select a scanner. Yeah. And she says, "Well, my coworker used to do this, but she's out today. Right. And I don't know how to change that. Mm-hmm. And it turned out. Well, she kept telling me that if I click on a particular button, I could use that to change the scanner. And she was clicking on it and it wasn't doing what it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with her and I'm I'm trying to figure it out. And what it turned out was if you right click on this particular button, it gives you the option that she was looking for. She's left clicking all day. Right. And the problem <clears throat> is that the, the other person who knew how to do that wasn't clear about you have to right click on this thing, not left click. But, but that, that's what it was. Yeah. And, and she's like, I'm clicking it on it. It took me like 20 minutes to figure it out. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> and so how would you how would you know? And, and it's it's it is a matter of direct knowledge of the tool. Right. Yeah. And uh, so that's our life as geeks. Uh, it is what it is. So we're going to take a quick break here. Right, Carolyn? Yep. And uh, get back to your calls. Four lines wide open. If you want to get one in before the top of the hour, this is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're here till 11 o'clock. Thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Lori, who wanted to call back and tell us if we helped her or not, I hope. Hey, Lori. Hi, this is Honey Ann's mom, and yes, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Oh. It worked. Yes, the first link. He didn't try the second link with some of Honey's pictures and her sister's. So. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right, Lori, thank you for letting us know. Yeah. Thank you so much for your help. We always listen. Our pleasure, and we're glad you are. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. So she's working. And we did a little further work on um, the mouse click issue. Yeah. And so (laughs) there's like eight things you can try on top of what we suggested that that could be the problem for her mouse pointing issue. Number one, you could have a corrupted user profile. Yes. That is a a thing. It really is a thing. However, these profiles are very big. Microsoft profiles can be very big. Um, and you could have corruption, and you're going to have to have your IT people try to clean up your profile. That's not something you're going to try to do yourself. Although we put a link up there for you to try, um, if you want, uh, if they if they are too lazy, as you say, it come it goes allow it steps you through how to t- t- take a look at your profile. Check for corrupted Windows data. Yep, you could have a, some corrupted data. That's you're going to run a system file checker and uh, forward slash scan now, right? Right. So you could have something wrong with the operating system, which we would contend sure. is definitely happening. You have something wrong with the operating system. Mm-hmm. Delete any recently installed apps and drivers. Well, that is always a thing we tell people to do, but now you yeah. have to go back and load it again after you delete it. Well, I, I think the video problem, she's probably going to have to check the drivers. Yep. So update your video drivers. And then, of course, they tell you to delete and reinstall your antivirus program. Well... That, uh, that's again, pushing it. That's pushing it. That's your, really pushing your it. Your <laughs> IT people are going to not let you do that, most likely. Um, but we'll get, there's a link there to deal with that. Update the mouse drivers. Yes, that makes good sense. Um, enable click lock. Now, I've never enabled click lock. Have yeah, you ever enabled I, click lock? No. So don't know what that feature is ourselves. We never used it, but maybe it makes your mouse work better. And then they talk about hard resetting your computer. That's a little drastic. 
Very uh, drastic. I don't think I'd go there. And then, of course, the one that makes some good sense here is clean your mouse. <laughs> clean your mouse. That was a thing. So when we started this, most mice oh, were ball mice. Right. And what would happen is the rollers that the ball spun against would accumulate dust. Right. And then you'd end up with, you know, the 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 pointer like jumping around on you while you're trying to move it. Right. And you could sometimes even feel it thumping as you're moving the mouse around. Ah, uh, the good old days. Now most mice are optical mice. They try to see where you're moving it around. Right. Uh, and you don't even need a mouse pad these days. And it's it's actually more more accurate uh, as a pointing method than the old ball was. Mm-hmm. So it's just better technology. Yeah. We're all going to get carpal tunnel doing it, but that's a... <laughs> That's another thing. I've Getting? had to switch. Yeah, I've had to switch fingers. Like my scroll was my used to be my pointer finger, and now I had to use the next finger because my pointer oh. finger is gonna it wants to trigger lock on me. So I got to go to the next finger. Before you know it, I'll be onto my pinky trying to roll that scroll. <laughs> but that's the life of a geek. We're, you know, we've got very you know we're all built up like Popeye with our finger our, our scrolling fingers, but then of course they don't work. Um, so we have four lines wide open. I know we're coming up to the top of the hour. Did, before we're probably not going to take a call. I would I would say. Do you have any, any news you wanted to bring up at all there, Dennis? Well, let's see what we got. Um, oh, here's yeah. something that's kind of important. Yeah. Uh, you know how we're always promoting uh, multi-factor authentication. We are always we always want it. I mean, when you, you can get it, you get it. And your cyber insurance folks want you to have it too as a minimum oh, requirement. Absolutely, so, they do. So if they're going to insure uh, you, you better have it in place. But there is a flaw in multi-factor authentication. Yes, there is. And that flaw is the people behind it. <laughs> you. You, the user. <laughs> and it turns out that something called multi-factor authentication fatigue yep. is real. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. What will happen is that bad guys will try to log into a web page. They've got your user ID. They've got your password. Right. They don't have your multi-factor device or whatever that is. Because you were smart enough to set up two-factor authentication on the site. But what they'll do is they will just drill that login many, many times and send out all of these pushes or texts or however it manifests on your phone or whatever it is that you're using it'll you get hammered with these things and what they're tr- they're hoping that you'll do is finally click yes right to make the annoyance stop yep and people are doing it that's how cisco got breached that's, that's how a lot of breaches happen yes. i'm sure they but are- we know that it happened with cisco but i am sure that it happens yeah, and they do it at like others. two in the morning because they're they're doing it from Uzbekistan or whatever they're doing it from, and they're hammering you so you'll be bothered at night, over and over again. And the right. way to stop the notification from happening in many cases is to tap an app. You right. tap the app and you say, "Yep, uh, this is me." And then, then they go, you go back to sleep, and the bad guy logs into your account and does whatever he's doing. Right. People are are just I don't know, especially the younger folks these days. They just yeah, whatever, tap it, move on. They get annoyed so easily. Um, Come on, you guys weren't latchkey kids like us Gen Xers. You can get a, get a, get a tougher a tougher skin. Um, but it is it is an issue. And as we have more and more of the two factor methods that we implement, we could be getting texts, we could be getting pushes, we could be getting numbers, we could be getting all sorts oh, of these yeah. inputs. And it could be a real nightmare of things just barraging you. Right. So 
please don't just say yes when you get that two-factor coming at you. So we'll put that link up there to that article. It's kind of interesting. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV for joining us. And if you want to be a geek, go to computertalkwithtab.com. We have a 30% off link there. You can check out their whole catalog of courses. They do a great job. I want to thank Carolyn for, for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything on Twitter now that Elon owns it. And maybe he won't lose $4 million a day. Um, over at Tab Computer Sys, and of course over on our Facebook page, over at uh, uh, Facebook page over at Tab Computers. If you follow us, uh, it'll get into your news feed, hopefully. And remember, we and Wes Bryan at IT Pro TV want you to become geeks too. We'll see you next Saturday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.